Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Glorio Chat, the best anime podcast on the internet. For today's episode, we are going to be doing the winter 2020 anime season wrap up. Spring 2020, isn't it? Spring 2020. Please tell me it's spring and not winter. I, 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 I think I, I don't know why I wrote winter somewhere, whatever. But the, uh, yeah, spring 2020, because we're going to summer 2020. Actually, wow, I don't know. Let's great. go back to, you know what, actually, no, let's, let's go, go back, back to, winter to winter 2020. So, Dorohidoro, am I right, guys? Dorohidoro invaded. Right, what a great yeah. season, man. Sure looks Azoken. Uh, anime sure is looking great, and nothing nothing wrong has happened to the world yet, so. <laughs> God damn it. Well, <laughs> spring, uh, spring 2020 also had some good shows, but we better uh, savor them while we can here for the last uh, time we're going to talk about them, given how summer season looks. You can go back to our, our uh, preview podcast last time to get some thoughts on that. And let me tell you, I've watched a couple of these new shows already, and uh, we have been 100% correct so far. So, um... Yes, let's enjoy talking about these good shows one last time while we still can. Um, on the podcast today, I'm Jell, and I am joined by Iru. Still here. I'm not dead yet. And also G. What's good, y'all? And uh, we are three-manning it today, although I did have a uh, quote from Artemis uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> she did want to mention. Okay, I'm sure. glad you wrote that down. We can we yes. can bring up we can remember we, we can we can bring up her uh, her her discourse uh, for each yeah. given show mentioned. She, she could she could not join us today unfortunately but she she mentioned uh, for sing yesterday for me nobody deserved that ending not the characters not the viewers we'll talk about Agreed. that and for listeners oh hell no that is all so <laughs> sounds about right uh yeah so um that aside i promise we there were good shows this season <laughs> hmm. those maybe not have been the best examples so uh you know we'll we'll give our final thoughts on all that and uh to start i did want to just shout out uh great the great pretender again because just yeah. great pretender just, <laughs> just great <laughs> pretender not the <laughs> I, I do that every e, single time. But <laughs> yes, great pretender. I just wanted to shout out because technically that was also airing partially last season and going into next season. And uh, we we've talked pretty extensively about the first arc, the uh, the Los Angeles arc, and we've been watching the second part, which is the Singapore arc, episodes six through eleven. I know you guys haven't finished yet, so I won't say too much. But uh, it's, uh, as you guys have figured out, it's the Abbey arc, and there's some co- crazy premise with these. They're trying to uh, get one over on these group of brothers running some airplane racing circuit <laughs> or something. Does. Some, yeah. you know, crazy... It, it's, it's a pretty fantastic, uh, like, heist movie type of uh, premise. Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, it's... With, mm-hmm. you know... Big big dollars flying around and stuff like that. You know, it's uh, it's pretty great. Um, 
and you know maybe we'll talk more about that once we get back to you. I will say I appreciate the the amount of uh, middle fingers in that show. <laughs> yes, yeah, there's a lot. Of... Uh, yeah, it's given me some like real primo like freaking early two thousands Capcom Devil May Cry energy of just <laughs> like oh man we're so fucking cool we're just giving Flock everybody the finger face. yeah basically <laughs> <laughs> just like. But yeah, there no, was no, a that, lot of people getting flipped off. Yes, yes that that show continues <laughs> to be, uh, at least so far, uh, the only good thing to come out of the summer season. Uh, it's it's a lot of fun. Yeah. The characters are all very enjoyable. It's it really is unlike anything else that's airing, um, at least in anime. Anyways, you know, obviously there are movies I could compare uh, Great Pretender to. I mean, <laughs> I look forward to the inevitable arc in which. Uh, Abby drives a Dodge Charger uh, off the top floor of the Burj Khalifa uh, into a uh, into a, uh, a a drifting plane that happens to dry, uh, fly by at the same time. Uh, but that's uh, that's for the Fast and Furious fans out there. <laughs> yeah, that does seem that that is the same kind of energy we get out of uh, out of the show sometimes yes. for sure. Especially when you know we're we're racing airplanes right now, right? <laughs> but uh, yeah, well, I'm sure we'll have plenty of time to dissect that all as we are scrambling for things to talk for about something next... to talk about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> next uh, episode, I mean, yeah. Look forward to um, look forward to the, the Gloria Chat brings back the Gotcha podcast because we're really oh, going to be scraping the bottom of the barrel this season for things. Oh, I have, uh, we can I have talk, we can talk about Sino Alice and Yokotaro all day. Oh, that game is bad. Oh, that game is bad. Maybe oh, we'll yeah. bad or bad, time. bad. Yeah, uh, it, it, it's it's mostly legitimately a bad game. Like legitimately sure. not a good gotcha game. Okay, but yeah. what about Yokotaro's interview circuit? Yes, we've gotten some great gems from his uh, interviews, but the game <laughs> itself, uh, not so much. But well, yeah, like the great Yokotaro will... himself said, let's talk about some moving pictures. Oh, hell, yeah, they're moving pictures as they talk. That's all you need. Yeah, yes, that he did actually literally say that. All you need is anime, but, uh... <laughs> well, this season, I'm not so sure, but... Yeah, well, let's talk about uh, some of the good stuff that we did watch last season and uh, wrap these things up. So, um... Let's get into uh, Kakushi Goto. We did talk pretty extensively about the final episode right. so last week, but we 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 held we all held back on spoilers because of the context of that that podcast. But now that we're on the spoiler, we're discussing shows and their endings podcast. What exactly was his issue? Was the thing? I know G said he was right. Was, was it okay? Was if you want, coma? if you want the, if you want the full details, yes. So he he did not die. Uh, he went into a coma after his career spiraled uh, downhill. I called okay. it. Um, and he went. He was working just like regular odd jobs. One of them being a forklift operator in a warehouse that had okay, that had had uh, that was storing manga, and he like. Something got messed up where the pallet of manga fell on him and he went into a coma. Okay. He was literally crushed by a pallet of manga. Was yeah. that good manga that crushed him? I mean, it was like, I think it was literally Shonen Jump, right? It was literally the, like, publication oh, okay. he used to write for, to, uh, to draw for. 
You know, right. because again, because it is this author, right? It, it is all about like karmic irony. So, of course, right. the detail is that the reason why the pallet collapsed is because somebody tore open uh, the wrapping of the pallet to steal one volume so that they could post um, uh, spoilers on the spoilers internet. on the internet. And it very <laughs> much is just yes, getting into just like. Maybe the author of Kakushigoto has some things to say about people who spoil manga early. Maybe <laughs> you might be writing some of that into the story. Just saying. But, uh... But, yes. Yeah, so, yeah. He basically, yeah. It's... I mean, it, the more roundabout thing is basically, yes. He quits, uh, he qu- he quits writing manga uh, after uh, he gets, I guess, disgraced by social media. Again, maybe the author has some things about to say about social media as well. Um, <laughs> Man, what did he get canceled for? Uh, for uh, writing a comedy manga despite having a dead wife, which apparently is socially Great. unacceptable in Japan. Okay. Uh, yeah, because I think that was not public knowledge, and no. then that became public. And apparently and, it was just uh, so disgraceful. It's like, man, apparently how it's dare really f- you? How dare you live life after you become a widow? Yeah, well, apparently it was specifically writing comedy manga, gag manga. <laughs> that was just, uh, so they broke the camel's yeah. back here. Right. And, uh, so we di- we discover that he he made he made a good amount of money, but he spent it all searching for his wife, who was apparently was, like, lost at sea or something. <laughs> That's oh, okay. what happened to her. That's one uh, uh, I mean, apparently she is gone. Uh, he doesn't find her or anything, but he spent all his money doing that. So after his career falls apart, he's like just working random odd jobs. And uh, that's how he ends up in, in the coma. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we get the... Well, he's only... I, if I'm... It was a little unclear to me. He was only in a coma for like a year, right? It doesn't actually seem like that long, right? Because okay. we have the flashback yeah. from Kime. It's not like Kime grew up in the rest of her life an orphan. It seems like she at least made it into high school before... Uh, before right, before he went into the coma. Right, so... You know. So it's not. It was. It was confu- It was a little bit confusing because when he does wake up, he thinks she's 11 again. Right. Which, but it um, wasn't like he wasn't... There Around. between ages eleven to seventeen, or he whatever, just, he was lost his memory of the intervening years. Right? Yeah, basically. So he still thinks he is a mangaka. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Like down to like when he wakes up from the coma and his assistants and former editor are there. He's like, "All right, let's start up. Where well, where we leave off What's last week? Chapter like yeah, basically yeah. He like starts up again and like the joke is he basically writes the exact same fucking chapter that he did you know pre coma. Right, right. But with no like apparent knowledge of it, um, right? But yeah, I think you know we could just recap the whole episode. But I think really the thing, you know, maybe that's actually the meat of like discussing this is that I think that you know I think we kind of get into it, we kind of got into it before. But like as an ending, it's it's one of those situations where I think that this is the this is the perfect ending that Kakushi Goto deserved. I think that. It is a solid... It's a little sappy, right? Like, he he does... Spoilers, he recovers from his amnesia. Like, you know, uh, Hime does this, you know, she, 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 she makes a big plan, you know, with her friends to... You know, dramatic music is playing, and she, she, she performs an act that makes her dad regain his memory. And... Sure. It's, it's all well and good. It's nice, you know. It even ends with a sweet little twist that, uh... 
uh, Hime has her own secret that she has also begun to draw manga. And uh, right. you know, she doesn't want her dad to know. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and they had the like. The reversal. We've gone full yeah, circle. I, I think the, the climax was the. You know, when he's drawing manga and doesn't remember what's happening, Hime's thinking, oh, he looks so happy. This must be the happiest he ever is. And then the big climax is when he reveals that, you know, his real happiness is his daughter's happiness or something like that right you know of course. That's like it's, the big it's emotional the big sappy emotional climax which i was fine uh-huh. with. it was yeah it was it's, all very, it's, it's all very cute it's all very nice again like there's nothing like inherently disappointing about it i think the issue that we often we we, we kind of talked about is like this is a climax that probably needed at least one probably two more episodes to lead into like uh-huh. because the first 10 minutes okay so Again, not to recap the whole thing, but the first ten minutes of this episode alone have Hime summarizing what happened to her dad, like, in the intervening years, right? The fact that he's in a coma. Uh, meeting with her half-brother, because it turns out that uh, Kakushi-sensei huh? is the bastard love child of, like, a Kabuki dynasty. What? <laughs> and that... Like, that he purposely ran away from the Pursue manga, and, like, that's the real reason why, like, his wife slash Hime's mom's, like, family doesn't approve of who he is, because he comes from a good family, but has purposely, like, abandoned, you know, his blood, his, 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 his lineage, and said half-brother, who has never been introduced up till now, is like, don't worry, Hime, I know you're worried that maybe you weren't your father's real daughter, but you definitely are. And apparently that was a big worry for Hime all this time, was that she worried all her life that maybe she secretly wasn't her father's daughter. And apparently that was a thing she was concerned about this whole time that they that did not never tell come us. Up, never come up at any point except right. ten minutes into the fir- the last episode. Like, <laughs> right. We had never been given any indication that Hime was, like, concerned about her lineage or, like, you know, the, her, the nature of, you know, her relationship with her father. Like, as far as we could all tell, they were a perfectly loving, you know, family that was, you know, a single-parent household doing the best he could, right? But apparently right. this episode reveals, no, she had deep-seated fears about the legitimacy right. of her birth. But, like, and, was there any indication up until now that there that would be a question at all. No, no, not even slightly. No. Like the only, the only even like remotely related thing was we we see him talk to his uh, father-in-law a couple times, and they do not have a good relationship. But you just assume that's because the wife is dead. Right, right the wife is dead, and he's he you know he draws you know pervy manga, manga yeah. for a living, and you know so we there would have been no way to figure that out i guess unless you i'm like because i'm assuming all that stuff happened in the manga and that was like one of those things where like the director has to make a call do i just like not include this or do we try to cram it in and i i guess if i had my anime director hat on you could have literally cut all of that and nothing (laughs) yeah no there there was really nothing to be gained from the half brother like like subplot reveal because like He's not even the one to deliver the news that Kakushi Sensei has woken up from his coma, right? That's the teacher who is. No, like, he literally just like walks in, tells her all that backstory, and then walks back. And then out. leaves. Like, he literally. I mean, right. it, to the point that like it, it is almost. I mean, in many ways, it almost reminds me of like a stage play where he enters and then exits the stage. Like, <laughs> right. Like he literally exits the stage as soon as his role is complete. 
Like, he's not, he doesn't stick around for Kakashi waking up. He doesn't stick around as, like, emotional support. He's just like, hey, I needed to tell you this one specific fact that only my character would know for some reason. Okay, I'm good. See you later. And, again, I wonder how much of this is a result of the fact that Kakashi Goto, the manga, was ending around the same time. And it's just like, well, this is the ending. You need to find a way to get there. And you only have this many episodes. And... Right. You know, again, it feels like a Made in Abyss or maybe even a Dorhidoro situation of just like, oh, the like actually like narratively appropriate climax probably it needed a little bit more time in the oven, right? It needed a little bit more buildup. And like I think we needed at least one episode of Teen Hime living with Kakashi, you know, post manga career, right? Like Right. We just well, we could have brought up her insecurities and right, like things that were because as things were going bad, because we've only seen things relatively good up to now, right? Yeah, yeah, and it's 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 a little unfortunate, but you know, I think that yeah, that I I don't you go ahead. I I don't think it like as much as we're talking about it. I don't think it's like a huge blow to the overall show. No, no, definitely not, and. Again, I think it is a testament to, like, how thoroughly Bunny Drop poisoned the well that <laughs> we look at Kakushi Goto and we're like, well, at, at least he least... didn't fuck his kid, so you know what? This is one of the uh, good dad anime, uh, which, you know, I mean, but in all right, seriousness, even, 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 even with that bar removed, I really do think that, like, I'm ready to call Kakushi Goto probably... You know, look, maybe one day I'll read Hinamatsuri, but for now, Kakushi Goto <laughs> is probably uh, the new holder of the title of the best dad anime. So, it, if we're going if we're going anime to anime, I, I, I might consider putting Kakushi Goto over Hinamatsuri as a dad anime, as, specifically as, as a overall, dad anime, as, as a comedy. Yeah, is, yeah, yeah. As a, as a comedy, Hinamatsuri is way way right, funnier. Hinamatsuri I think, fucking. But, but that, but that's trying to be more comedy, right, whereas yes, Kakushi Goto leans more into its more serious side yeah, more often. Yeah. I mean, if we were talking about like what was the best like sincere like anime about a dad raising a kid, I think that I think Kakushi Goto is definitely up there. It's uh, you know, despite whatever we might say about the ending, the show as a whole was yeah, because it has like if you compare it to something like say sweetness and lightning for example mm-hmm. like that's a great show but it's not very ambitious right like right this, right. this has this has more like ambition to it more of a, it's a unique personality yeah to it. like yeah because i mean there's something like sweetness and lightning which is you know again a very sweet show a very sincere show but like and i'm not saying that a show has to do this to be good but but yeah it, it, it never really tries to reach in the way that kakushi goto does and in, in the way it tries to wrangle with you know, the realities of being a single parent, uh, adds. Yeah, and, it, and it, it does things that I think make it have have its own strong identity and personality to it. Um, it's not just, you know, single dad trying to figure out how to raise his daughter. There's, you know, other funny things going on and whatnot. Right, like, so, I mean, like... In, a, in a lot of ways, it kind of does something similar not maybe not as well, but it does some things sort of similar to the next show on our list. Where the thing it does, the thing it avoids is that 
I think a lot of anime comedies fall into the trap of having a single premise. And so every joke and every bit has to be based on that premise. And I think a right. weaker show would focus exclusively on the, oh no, I'm a mangaka antics, or oh no, I'm a single dad antics. And thankfully, the thing Kakushigoto does well is it alternates between the two, sometimes it mixes them, and sometimes it focuses on one exclusively. And as a result, you know, for a 12-episode show anyways, that gives it enough material to keep the jokes pretty fresh. Right. And it'll take that, because the, the real singular premise is that he has to hide his job from his daughter. Like, w- w- they they take that joke and they s- they use that as a base to go into completely other different directions, right. rather than every week is, how do I keep this from Hime finding out what I do? So, um... So yeah, gee, I, I feel you setting up the transition here now. For yeah, I think, I think we've set our piece about Kakushi Goto again. It, a yes, real solid show, but you know, I think that uh, again, a really good anime comedy and a really sweet, sincere show. It's just when you're in the same season as what's next on this list. I mean, what can compare? Yeah, there there were points in this season we were calling uh, Kakushi Goto the best show of the season, but I I don't think we can really say that no not after, after the uh... way um not after the way kaguya-sama decides to finish up it's just it's yeah so um we talked about kaguya-sama love is war last time as well but that was the the second to last episode correct uh that was the, i think that was the only show on this list that hadn't finished by the time we had talked last time but uh we did get the final episode which uh which which was which was a good appropriate ending i feel like Maybe our emotional climax was the the, one, the episode before, but the uh, they found a good way to tie a bow on it for now. I think um, so. Yeah, I think that again, maybe this is one of those pacing things of like, well, this is the this is what we got to finish the season. But I think they did a good job of it, right? Like you have the first half, which is the emotional core of the episode, but also is like meant to like serve as a again, maybe not as you know dramatic as the last episode of season one. But I think it does a good job of serving as an emotional capstone and as a, a sort of as a, a a declaration of the like again like for a comedy the rather like notable character development that has happened over the last two seasons right right like we're talking about Kaguya right you know the the stereotypical student council ice queen and you know the premise of this episode is basically. Her uh, cell phone breaks, and her old, her ancient flip phone. Right, her ancient fucking Nokia ass flip phone, and (laughs) there's no way, you know. They kind of get into that. She, uh, she, she got into taking pictures with it, right? Like recording the memories with her and her friends and her classmates. Uh, And but now all the pictures are gone, right? Because unfortunately, she was not aware of cloud storage or whatever. Well, I'm sure that phone did not support cloud no, storage. No, no, I mean, they mentioned that phone doesn't even have a fucking SD card, so, like, right. you know, we're talking some old shit here, and, like, it kind of fucks her up, right? Like, like losing those memories, but, I mean, you know, it's very, it's, look, describe me doesn't make it sound that special. It's a very classic, like, you know, uh-huh. we lose memories, but in some ways we gain new ones, right? Like, she gets a smartphone, she discovers the world of cloud storage, Turns out that all of her friends and classmates have also been, have also been taking photos, and they upload them to you know her phone, basically, right? And right. And it, it gives, I mean, it gives an opportunity to show the character development and look back 
on how far we've come since the beginning of the show because yeah. they do you know they're, they're going through the pictures and you're like oh i remember that thing that happened and you know uh-huh. um and it, it gives it sort of a nice uh you know sweet moment to end on yeah uh, except that doesn't end the episode <laughs> no because then they switch to the second half of the episode in which they play one of the worst mario party mini games Oh, awesome. Was it, is it the fucking river raft where you... No, no. As Fujiwara calls it, it's the pump it game, where you pump it as many times as you, as you, as oh, you want. It's the, it's the soda you, shaking. You, you, you pump it to pleasure yourself, as Fujiwara would keep phrasing it as. Oh, okay. Yes. Tell me more. <laughs> um, so, it ends up being... Yes, she says it very suggestively, which... Raises an eyebrow with everybody, but the uh, it ends up being a, a balloon, and yes, they have and a pump, the and you, everybody bigger. has to pump. Yes, you, you know. called it. Yes, you called it. It is the balloon mini game where you can pump it as many times as you want, but if you pump it last and it explodes all over you, you lose. Mm-hmm. And uh, yep, so they they drag that out as long as possible, which is actually pretty funny. Yeah. I, I mean, again, it's, then, it's I will say that part of the joke is dumb and predictable, but there's also something very funny about, like, the execution of it, because specifically Ishigami and Shirogane are excited about it, but also it's like, why the fuck would those two people, of all people, like... I mean, <laughs> they basically, the joke is like, wait, what were you guys expecting? And they're just like, what were we expecting? <laughs> right. Like, like, wait, did we just um... play to this dumb bit because, like, that's what's expected of us? But... Yeah, it's pretty great because obviously the, the the manga's still going, so they don't have like a good stopping point, right? Right. <clears throat> so so they just go full uh, Osamatsu and the balloon like blows up. Hell. Yeah, so the like... balloon blows up and everybody dies, <laughs> and uh, except except for Kaguya and Shiragane at the end, like the world has been destroyed by the yeah. Uh, yes, the planet and, like none of it. Half. None of it means anything, of course, but it's just like you know, a f- fun, silly way to end. So yeah, don't it, end on a... it's very well done, right? Like, it's kind of a classic, you know, again, it's not... You could say that a lot of things about the last episode of Kaguya-sama are not, like, that revolutionary, especially compared to what the show has pulled off in the past, but it is that reminder that, hey, when this show just wants to be, like, a, a, a baseline anime comedy, it's even fucking amazing at that, right? Like, right. Because, like, it's all the little flourishes of the episode, right? Like, the balloon being... Way bigger than <laughs> you would expect a balloon of that size to be, right? Like, it fills up two-thirds of the room, you know? It, I mean, it destroys the Earth when it blows right. up. They so lean into, I, you yeah. know, every every character participating in that game gets their fucking moment, right? Like, you get Ishigami being like, I've played this game before, I know what to do. And then, like, immediately hard cuts to him being fucking scared out of his mind, right? Or, right. like, Shirogane being like, Shirogane notices that Kaguya is actually super scared, and because she has a weak heart, like, the surprise of the balloon could, like, actually be dangerous to her. And so he has a flashback to, like, the one and only time his dad ever gave him good advice about how, like, a man should sacrifice everything for the woman he loves. Like, a man can be a scoundrel, a man can be a a villain, but the one thing he should never do is, like, let harm come to a woman if he has the ability to stop it. And then he goes up, pumps it once, and immediately passes the turn to Kaguya. And it's just so fucking good. It's just, like, 
Yeah, you get like one little final taste of everybody's like personality and everything, right? right? Like it's 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 real good, and I, and I I contend that everybody being dead floating in space is the best way it to end your anime. Excellent. So, uh, <laughs> uh, I I I really hope we get a season three. I mean, even in the show, they're like, "See you next time" or something. Like, there's no announcement made or anything. But no, I, but I, I think I think I that feel show... good about it happening. Uh, you know, I I, I hope. I hope we get it because yeah, they, they, it is a pretty popular show at this point, and you know, I want to see more of it. Yeah, I mean, I think again, can't you know, can't we can't you know, nothing is set in stone, of course, right? But you know, it seems like that show was was very popular, right? Like, like again, I don't know how it sold. You know, maybe look, I know at bare minimum it probably sold better than Hinamatsuri, right? So... Low bar. Well, that's like, a very, very right. low bar. So I can only assume it's, uh, it's, it's prospects are at least, uh, slightly better than that. Oh, I can say with certainty there will never be another season of Hinamatsuri, but... Yeah, I mean, hey, you know, especially pour one out for the, Hinamatsuri, but at least... The, the, the manga is ending this month, too, so there's no manga to promote oh, after man. this. Yeah. So it's, well, it's, it's done. Go read it. Now's the time. <laughs> yeah, at least Kaguya-sama, you know, at least one of the good anime comedies out there is being rightfully recognized for, uh, for, for its quality. And, you know, again, I think, we, we keep saying it, right, but I think the reason we can even look forward to a third season of Kaguya-sama, you know, compared to, like, you know, even the season two of some anime comedies we've liked, right? Like, look at what happened to Osamatsu, or look what happened to Classicaloid, right? Like, Ouch. Like, I think the reason we can even keep looking forward to Kaguya-sama is because we generally don't know what's going to happen next, right? Like, you know, look, this thing is not, like, dropping these, like, bombshell status quo changes, but, like, things evolve and develop just enough that it's like, what, yeah, what new bits are they going to invent? Because of, like, yeah, what new characters are going to be mixed into the cast that are right. going to, like, offer, you know, like, just like, enough though... spontaneity. Even though Kaguya and Shiragane haven't hooked up yet, like, we're not in the same place that we were from episode one of season one. Like, we're right. in a different... Like, the characters have grown into... and evolved over time. And, like, the... like Or something like the thing with Ishigami, where they, we just opened that up two episodes ago. Yeah, of, like, like... a whole other area to explore. Right, like, we are clearly so, not done with the Ishigami pseudo-harem arc that they seem to be building up to. <laughs> like, I feel like... Again, I'm, I they, did like, I did like when they were taking pictures in the the last episode, and it turns out that Ishigami and Ino are super hot if they just fix their hair. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> they could become the main characters if they just like got a makeover, basically. If they, yeah. just, co if they just comb their hair, basically, it's they very, would be uh, super good. hot. And again, I wonder yeah. that is like them poking fun at this idea that like maybe those characters are going to be the focus like going forward because. Again, I'm not to say that, like, Shirogane and Kakuya are, like, done yet as characters, but it's like, again, this is baseless speculation, neither of us have read the manga, we could be way fucking off base here, but, like, I feel like if there's a third season of Kaguya-sama, like, you can't string along this, like, will-they-won't-they they thing that much longer, right? Like, right. a season I mean, three... even, in, even this season, I feel like they did not go that i mean obviously you have to keep tapping into that well but like i right. feel like that was not as much as previously like we started 
exploring other characters or other right and so other aspects of their life aside from their right and so what i mean is that like you other. can't do the oh are shirogane and kaguya finally gonna get together like for a third season like i think that that's gotta happen eventually right and then if that does happen like and the manga is still going like where where does the comedy come from next right basically you need to find another source of i mean do you think they would keep it, the story going after they hook up though I just feel like, so here's my thing, right? I, so, this is just me, like, working off of, like, my genre savviness here, but, like, so the manga's still going, correct? Probably, right. so there's probably, like, at bare minimum, like, in the grand scheme of things, probably four seasons worth of anime content, right? If we're going to season three, this hypothetical season three, like, Maybe Kaguya can't. Maybe Kaguya. Maybe the show can pull this off. But my like gut feeling is like three seasons is about as much as you can get away with stringing people along with like. Are they gonna get together or not? Wink, wink. It's like you yeah. stretch it any more than that, and I think even as good as Kaguya-sama is as a show, like I feel like even your most ardent fans are gonna be like. You're really still doing this bit, huh? Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, like, I, I feel mean, like you if gotta they have did, a status if quo they did get somewhere. together, if they did get together, there would still be plenty of comedy gold. I think, as they, as neither of them is capable of understanding what a what a romantic relationship actually right. is. Right, and I mean that's what I mean. But... Like, like, I have so much confidence in that show's ability to change up the status quo and find new jokes. That like, I mean, love love would still be war. Exactly right. Know, they could get together, <laughs> and honestly, that just opens up a new door for the kinds of jokes you can have. You know, you can play with, right? I mean, at this point, it's practically a technicality that they're not together. But right, yeah, uh, um, yeah. I don't know. I kind of, I don't want to know that point at, the, at this stage. <laughs> I don't want. I would. I wouldn't want that spoiled for me. Right. But. Exactly. So I mean, yeah. Again, hopefully, uh, hopefully we get a season three announcement. Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, move on to the less good shows. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Um, if we, I guess, if we're talking about comedies getting another season, yeah, I guess. <laughs> we can we can talk about my next life as a villainous. All roots lead to doom. Oh boy! Which got a surprise season two announcement right at the end of the, the last episode. Episode. Except, like, so the whole thing is that she reincarnated into the Otome game and whether on purpose or accidentally made everyone from the Otome game fall in love with her. Except by the end of this season, it's the end of the where the actual Otome game ends. And right. so, like, what's the... Right, so What's the whole the gimmick the, left? Right, the whole the whole gimmick was that she knew what was generally what was going to happen. Right. And she was trying to prevent the bad endings. So if the story continues as is, it's just gonna be a completely brand new it's just okay, a weird now I'm living my life thing. with uh everyone from every gender falling in love with me uh -huh. at all. Uh, you know. But uh But yeah, it's, it's, it's like yeah. I, I and the other thing is like I enjoyed so I enjoy I did enjoy the show sure. and the ending was kind of I mean it was fine I do want to <laughs> I do want to I was laughing about the the bad guy being named uh 
serious dick, and they had to sh- uh-huh. constantly yell his entire name every time, every single time. Yep. Like you know, where are you, serious dick? We need to find serious dick. Uh, oh boy, boy, do we. <laughs> Uh, it, it, and I, I'll, I should point out it was spelled like S I R I U S D I E K E or something like that. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't, but it was pronounced essentially serious dick, and they were yelling that constantly. I mean, it was yes, hilarious. I, yeah, look, look, it, it, it's uh, probably not the first <laughs> and will not be the last time Japan picks an English name because it maybe sounds vaguely cool to them, only to later realize it, it is hilarious yeah, to everyone it, else. It, and so they tried to they tried to get a little serious with uh, the bad guy with uh-huh. Dick having a secret serious with uh, Dick ser- serious Dick yes serious backstory yes serious Dick serious backstory with his, with the, the he was Mind master of the secret dark magic, dark magic yeah. and all this uh, and of course bullshit. yeah and then of course you know Katarina saves him the power, with the power of, basic of friendship decency. yeah basic human decency. Uh, the same way that she made every other character fall in love with her. Uh-huh. Um, and, like, look, I wasn't expecting anything to happen, but, man, I I, I hate the cop-outs, the, like, the, the, the Fire Emblem epilogue tier uh, oh my God. romance. We're with, all friends with, uh, <laughs> with, with With, like, the... Well, see, like, Katarina's technically the main character, but the, the main girl of the game uh, right. is, like... Like twice now, she's like, "Hey, is there anybody you like?" And she's like, "I love you very much, Katarina." <laughs> and like just like, and then they were friends. They <laughs> promised to be. What I meant. They promised to be quote unquote friends forever. Uh-huh. Um, uh huh. The best oh, platonic life system. partners. Uh-huh. Yeah. The uh, well, well, the other girl is like the other girl is like I I literally have a plan on where we can escape to and live together forever. You can just, I just need to get you to come with me. Um. Haha. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> we'll never need to do that. But uh, you know, in the end, it just be she unlocks the uh, the friendship ending where she's just friend. Everybody is just friends with everybody at the end. Hooray. Okay, so like it's like it's like look. Okay, you know what? It's dumb, but I enjoy the show. I like I I very much like shows where just people are nice to each other at this point. But I feel like I've had my fill of it, and we don't need more of it. Right. I have no idea I d- like, I'm not where sure they would what's be going by going further at this point. So that's what that's that's the thing I was going to ask is like. So you said that this season two will be continuing past what existing source material there is, well, right? If they, well, I don't know if it goes past I mean, the source material. The source but... material of this property that still so, that continues on, but the in-universe Otoma game is over, right. and so the, so the, the gimmick like, of right. her knowing what's happening and just trying to so specifically avert her fate. It, so in other words, it has just then. It will then just develop into a traditional Otome story because, like, I guess because if she no longer has knowledge of what's coming ahead, then with its one gimmick loss, it just becomes a standard Otome right. story, right? Like, right. And right. I guess it's exactly. like again to to kind of echo our conversation about anime comedies with that get you know multiple seasons. Like, based on the way you're talking, it's like. It, it does. It, it, this it, it, in a lot of again. I have not watched it, but it sounds like maybe the most unnecessary season two announcement I've ever heard. Because I might agree with that. Like, it's not it's even there. a. It's not even a classicaloid or an osamatsu situation of like ah, this is a comedy that is like intrinsically bit based, right? Like it is intrinsically right, right. based on episodic bits, and so a season two announcement at least like hints at like the ability to continue exploring in that space. But if you're, you know, more like I guess like. 
linear, narratively focused like this show is, like, yeah, where do you go from here? Well, I think the one thing I would say, so apparently there was, like, a three-episode stretch of anime original episodes. Right. Which was just, like, them dicking around mm. for a couple episodes. And I imagine that's what a season two would look like Ugh. if things carried on as is. That sounds unappealing. Which were, like, it was fine for, like, an episode or two, but, like, I don't want, like, a whole other season of, like, literally nothing happening, just, like, everybody spinning their wheels for another 12 episodes. I do wonder if there would be another, like, time loop thing going on, or if they would, like, I don't know, you guys said there was a spinoff where where she doesn't know what happens, uh... Or something, or there's a spinoff where she um, gains her memories only after she's already at. School. Oh right, she gains them late at like at school rather than when she's a um, kid, so she can't like plan ahead of time. I skimmed a bit of the manga for that, and it honestly is not different enough to warrant. Yeah, well, that that was my <laughs> thought on it, but I'm just I'm just trying to think of like other angles they could approach other than let's just continue the story as is, but. Um... I, I think any way you spin spun it, even if like it were, like the the time loop reset or something like that, it would still basically be the same show, right? Like where I don't know where else they could go with it. So I don't know. Yeah, I just I don't. Mean, I well, just don't see why you'd make season two of this. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, then my question, of course, is uh, when it eventually does come around, are you going to still check it out? Maybe like one episode. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I I would definitely watch like the first episode or two sure, just to sure. see what happens, but. You know, I guess depending on how many other good shows were airing that season. <laughs> if it were, I'd watch it if it were airing next. Yeah, uh, I was gonna say if, if it was airing this summer season, <laughs> would you still <laughs> stick with it? <laughs> I would definitely watch it uh, th- this coming season. Oh, but boy. Um, what an endorsement! I, yeah, I just uh, I don't know why this has to exist. Other than I, it, it's been pretty popular. Like I've seen it. It's been near the top of Crunchyroll's popular list. I mean, list. let me tell you, sometimes that's all a show, that's all the justification an and, anime needs to yeah. keep going. And, sure. and, and, hey, you know what? I mean, this show is so harmless that, hey, if people like it and they want to watch <laughs> it, I'd rather they watch this than, you know, some other, you know... Peter Grill or fucking whatever. Right. So, I'm not mad at it. I just, I don't know if I'm, I'm going to keep watching it. Sure. So. Could have been worse. Yeah. Could have been worse. Hey, you know, some uh, shows are just like that, right? <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I think I I think I can definitively say you guys don't want another season of our next show. No. No. Um, listeners was not great. So what? How did they try to end so this? So, the thing is that Eero, I feel like, is giving a really weirdly understated, like, uh, judgment of listeners. It's not that listeners wasn't just not great. Listeners was baffling. It was... <laughs> just, like, barely made sense. It, it's, like, not just baffling and, like, oh, oh, how did they make something this bad, right? Because, every, you know, look, there's a lot of bad... A lot of bad anime gets made every season, all right? A lot of bad anime gets made. Like... Just- Right. I was and just, a lot of, like, I didn't understand what listeners was trying to do at all. 
Right. Like, a lot of bad anime is bad because they had certain ambitions and they failed to capture them. Or they had bad intentions to begin with, right? Like, the show's premise is just intrinsically bad. Or sometimes it's bad because of execution, right? The technical, like, they just cannot, like, bring it together in terms of the visuals and the writing and the music. But, Listeners is bad in the sense that I have no clue what the narrative team of this show were even thinking. Like, like I have tried to skim every Daisato interview that has come out <laughs> since the airing of Listeners to try to glean some information on what he was thinking! And I have nothing! It doesn't make any sense. Like, and it doesn't help that, like, fucking Japanese interviews, like, I'm not gonna even get into here, but, like, man, I fucking... Like, I think the reason why we like Yoko Taro interviews so much is because, like, I feel he like... He doesn't fucking pussyfoot around. Right, like, 90... I don't know why, but just, like, 95% of Japanese interviews are just total fucking chicken shit. Like, just, this like... This all PR, like... It's just the most fucking lowball, like... Right. What were you thinking when you made popular character? And, like, the answer... It's not even just the questions are chicken shit. The answers are chicken shit, too. They never give the real version. It's always just, like... Oh, I wanted to create a character that was appealing to everyone and appealing, and it's like, no, you didn't. You look you, forward to it. Like you. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. Look forward to it. Why do they always fucking say look forward to it? Like, of course, <laughs> fuck off. If I'm reading this interview, of course I'm looking forward to it. Like, it's the same reason why. It's the same reason why trigger like interviews are like the only good anime interviews as well because they actually talk about shit, right? Like, it's... oh, that's like. Did you guys watch the uh, the live stream? We were a little oh, too the... We were Yoshinari. a little too out of it, but no, <laughs> there, there was there was actually a part because he was drawing uh, Michiru, to your point right? G here. He was drawing Michiru. He was uh, from a BNA, right? And uh, somebody asked, uh, "What what is you know what was the inspiration of the character or whatever?" And he started. He went on this whole tangent about how it all goes back to Felix the Cat. <laughs> And then, and then after after you know minutes before saying he didn't think he had time to finish, he just started drawing Felix the Cat, uh, <laughs> Doraemon, and um, there's one other Astro Boy. one Astro Boy, like uh, all these like round faced characters. That's and then he drew, like, Michiru, and then he and then he drew Michiru as like the round face like similar style character to see like the evolution of uh, Thanks, of where he was coming from. Oh, that's but, uh, great. Yes, so it was a legitimate answer to the question. Ooh, right, it's point, like, but... I don't know, man, just so many... Ja- like, I know that, like, they're a very polite society. It's just, like, y'all can, y'all can get into a little bit more of, like, oh, why'd you make this character? Because she's fucking cool and she's got big tits. Like, it's okay to just say that. <laughs> it's okay <laughs> to say that. Like, look at Yoko Taro. Why do you like 2B? Because she's got a fat ass. It's fine. It's okay to say that. <laughs> All right. Maybe not everybody will like that answer, but it's it's an okay, it's an acceptable answer. Like, like fuck. Like, imagine the fucking kind of fucking like chicken shit pussy footing you'd have to do if any other developer in the world tried to justify two B's design in your Automata. Like, oh, I wanted to create a beautiful, appealing character with a mysterious orator. Like, no, fuck off with that shit. And then, Just- right, whereas you ask. Yokotaro and Akiko Yoshida, and they're like, we wanted to make her appealing and also easy to cosplay. Also, we yeah, like girls. Like... We, had <laughs> we, this like ar- girls. we had an argument over we're going to give her a big ass or big boobs, and so we made a compromise. 
I mean, Yoko Taro literally said, "Send me fan art, right?" Right, like, not just fan art. <laughs> send me the porn. Like, and right. again, I'm not. I'm not saying every creator should be Yoko Taro. Yoko Taro is special because he's one of a kind. I'm just like, I really wish interviewer, it, like, like interview subjects in Japanese interviews could just be a little bit more honest. Because to bring this all the way back to right, listeners, yes. speaking of listeners, every Daisato interviewer, they're like, "So, how did you come about listeners?" You know what his answer was? Oh, I really like music. I no. wanted to make a show about music. It's not it's about like, music, though. Motherfucker, listeners, it's not about music. Like, it, 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 music exists, but that show is not about music. Like, don't get it fucking twisted. Like, like Watanabe makes anime about music. You, sir, just happen to have music in your shows. Like, it's, uh, it's just so baffling. What, what? It's... How, what actually happened in uh, the end? Mew like, turned out to actually be listeners, the king of all the monsters, and so everyone has to team up to punch her in the face long enough for for e- Echo? Echo, is that his name? Echo. Yes, for Echo him Wreck. to show up uh, and punch her in the face and also Naked Space Fly uh, and confesses love to her which breaks her out of her brainwashing. You know, uh-huh, it's... And now all humans uh... and animals can coexist. <sighs> Spoilers, not really spoilers, but to all the people out there who've watched Eureka Seven, Mew is the scub coral. That's all you need to hear. You should probably understand the rest of how that show develops as a result. It's, yeah, it's just it's it's really, it's just it's just not good. Like, and it's it's but it's not good in this like really disjointed way that doesn't make sense. It doesn't like it's not just bad in the sense of like oh wow that was a bad ending or wow they rushed through that huh. It's bad in this like. I don't even like. I don't even understand what motivated their specific narrative decisions. And I think it is immediately telling that like the only time during the end when the episode of this show when like it was like sort of half decent is that the penultimate episode is the most generic. Just like ah, we got to get all the people we met along the journey to band together to (laughs) launch one last desperate attack. Every named character uses every named attack. Right, and of course it fails to stop the main villain because the main hero's got to stop the main villain, but it's like, okay, it's like, it's fine. Like, it's neat to watch everybody bust out. Look, it is cool <laughs> when characters bust out their final attack. Like, it's, that's just a rule of anime. Yep. But, yeah, I don't know. It's like, I don't, it's not even worth getting into the plot because I don't think we could even, like, adequately explain it. It's so... We explained it already, is the thing. Right, I guess we did. Yes, Muse the Scub Coral. We explained the plot. It's yeah, yeah I don't know. It's it, just confounding. Just... Like I again, I think like I need that like GDC post mortem like panel that is just like somebody grilling Daisato for an hour about every narrative choice made in that show and like what what preceded it, what motivated it, like why just why like you want you want my back you you want my back of the box quote for the listeners bd like from the (laughs) glorioblog.com listeners why (laughs) dot 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 why question marks uh well that is uh disappointing (laughs) you know what else is weird baffling for entirely different reasons (laughs) oh yeah the other mech show right. from Spring 2020. Let's talk about uh, Sakura Wars, the animation. Uh-huh. Shin Sakura Wars. 
sure. Uh, Which uh, how'd that how'd that go? It, uh, it was <laughs> it was fine. It was I fine. mean, you got you guys you guys told me about the good moments it did last really, time. Like it did. It was a very normal conclusion. Um, but what if I told you that the after everything we had just said. The penultimate episode of Listeners was better constructed than the penultimate episode of Soccer Wars. Hmm. Like, in, like maybe not in terms of the actual like content and storytelling, but right. what if the actual like the the general overarching framework of the episode was better done in Listeners than Soccer Wars? That's not uh, not encouraging. No, I mean, is out- it a case of the the just they expect you to know stuff from the game or no i don't think it's even that because we talked to chris uh the, the <laughs> only person we know to have beaten that game and even he was like yeah i don't, fucking, I don't fucking get it and oh because he well he actually watched the anime too right yeah so like yeah so and he didn't, yeah he didn't know what was going the, on the, plot st- the plot questions are not answered in a satisfactory no. manner or at all um no and that's kind of the thing that's annoying about it is like you can't even tell if like sh- like Sakura Wars the animation is like is this the is this the like non-canon Garo sequel movie of Sakura Wars the video game or is this the like Sakura Wars 1.5 that leads into right. Shin Sakura Wars 2 like it is, c- is this cuz it doesn't the, yeah so go ahead hero just like all the mechs are fighting monster stuff is all fine and enjoyable enough, but when it comes to the plot stuff of this is following up on this game and is an installment in this multimedia franchise that presumably they want to follow up on, it just feels like a bunch of kind of a bunch of disjointed stuff that's stringing you along so that you check out Shin Sakura Wars Two or whatever. Yeah, because nothing is answered. And, like, it's, yeah. And even, like, the status quo changes that happened in the anime, it's hard to tell how much of it even matters or how much of it sticks. Like, is Clara gonna even be a character in the hypothetical Shin Sakura Wars 2? Right. Or is she literally reduced to a footnote in the sequel where they're like, where's Clara? Oh, she went back to Moscow. Teehee. Like, is that it? Like, we we can't even tell because we don't, they don't give us enough, like, to convince us one way or the other that this anime matters to the overall, like, right. overarching Sakura Wars universe or whatever. Like, it's... I'm, I'm curious to see in the hypothetical... Uh, the hypothetical upcoming at Shin Sakura Wars 2 if A, Clara is still a member of the combat review, B, do I have their super flying mech thing... Still, C or, is, or the, like, is, is, is C is the, is the is is her teacher the fucking angel uh, thing? Is she is will she ever be addressed again? Like, is any of that going to be re- relevantly dealt with in the sequel? Like, it's it's. Uh, I'm gonna guess no. Um, but then, why would you introduce all of it? That's a problem, right? Why would you reveal uh, right, all this? Yeah, why would you introduce the, all of this in your anime if none of it? It's matters? not. It's not even self-contained and like cheesy enough the, for your non-canon right, side because movie. Because here's the thing. Because like, it leaves everything of a, open-ended. 
Right, like, I don't think any of us have any issue with the non-canon spinoff, right? Look, we love mm-hmm. the My Hero Academia movies, right? Like, those things might as well be non-canon, but it I, sure is cool to watch everybody punch yeah. stuff real good. But like, I generally don't like them, but that's that's a long-standing anime tradition. Right, right? It's like, a vi- and, and it's an excuse for visual spectacle, but, like, this show doesn't really even, you know, necessarily pull that off that well, right? Like, right. if it's a non-canon spinoff, like, aren't those things basically... Those things basically just exist to be fan service, right? It's like, oh, man... Remember all those characters you like? Well, what if we just had them doing more of the stuff you like? But, you know, it's... Because it continues to be confusing, because, again, as we mentioned way earlier, like, there are plot lines in the anime that apparently were cut from the game due to time restraints... That they remember we were talking about Hatsuko right. and yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. how she her plotline in the anime is basically post game story DLC that should have been in the video game and it's like <laughs> wait so does it matter or doesn't it like <laughs> I don't know yeah, you're you're weird and like, I mean I feel like if you're doing a multimedia franchise this is just my personal feelings I feel, I feel like if you're doing a multimedia franchise even if they're all canon. Etc. They should not rely on each other so heavily to know what's happening. Yeah, and no, I, I think I think that's a good point. It's it's I, just it's, it's just I'm inclined I'm inclined to think this is all not going to matter, and that if they do the hypothetical sequel game, sure, they and... have to bring in a new cast of girls to date. So like, <laughs> it's just I mean, be old soccer the... wars had. Just kept just kept adding more, while all the old ones or, were still there. I, yeah. I guess you could just keep adding more, but again, yeah. it's absurd to me. That's like the most fucked up thing I've ever heard about that franchise. That <laughs> actively pushes me away from it, honestly. Uh, but honestly, what you guys are talking about leads into my other point about Soccer Wars. We're like, okay, if none of this matters, if this is all just fluff. Why the fuck did they not go harder into the goofy 90s anime kitchen sink setting? Right. Like, Sakura Wars the Animation takes itself way too seriously for yeah. what is supposed to be a fluff piece non-canon spinoff anime, if that is truly what it is. Like, it yeah, is just so melodramatic. Occasional peaks of, like, goofy... Right, like, you know, we were talking about the third to last episode, right, where they they attacked the ship by launching out of a giant fucking slingshot, basically. Mm -hmm. Like, that's great. That's awesome. It's absurd. It's everything we expected out of, like, our, like, cultural osmosis-based understanding of Soccer Wars as a franchise. Is that, oh, it is this ridiculous steampunk robot demon-fighting kitchen sink uh, craziness. But... The constant, like, vibe I got from Sakura Wars the Animation is, like, the people working on it felt just a little bit too cool for school. Like, yeah, they were a little too cool for what Sakura Wars is. They were I mean, lo- creators not understanding the strengths of their work is not, <laughs> is not an uncommon thing, right? No, like, definitely, definitely not, but it's just, like, too often... Soccer Wars the Animation has, like, two roads ahead of it. The goofy 90s anime option, and then the, like, way too self-serious melodramatic option. And it takes the latter, like, nine times out of ten. Like, it's just like, we're too good to get silly like that. It's like, really? Yeah, you, I mean, I kind of got... Wars? 
I kind of got a little bit of that impression from the the game, the amount that I played, where um, it was either they were not taking it them, they were either taking it too seriously or just handling things too dry uh, when they should have been embracing, you know, how ridiculous <laughs> the whole premise right. is and everything, um, which you know having only played one previous Soccer Wars game, that was not the case in the previous, the older, the, the you know, whatever number of games I played, Wii four one. or five or whatever. Yeah. That was not the case where they, they very much embraced that whole concept uh, in that one. But, um, so I don't know if it's just like the new, the new people they have working on it are not grasping what the strength of the show is, or the franchise is. Maybe. Or, I don't know. But I get the impression that whatever happened in the anime is just done. That was just gone now. Yeah, I mean and, you're probably uh, right. It's just like again, like I, I'm not a I'm not a big fan of the series. I haven't played every entry, so I can't really speak to it. But it's just like if I was a fan of this series and this anime amounted to fucking nothing in the sequel. I I, I feel like I'd be a little annoyed, honestly. Like I feel like I'd be I'd be kind of I'd, yeah. I'd be kind of mad. I'd be like, wait, really? Like you just wasted my time with all of this, like these plot reveals that amounted to nothing. It's, I don't know. I mean, video game anime do not have a great reputation. No, they do not. <laughs> so I mean, yep. Maybe maybe the the bar has already been low for that anyway. I don't know. Yeah, then they didn't even play the opening in the last episode over the Oh my god, oh, yeah, right, they didn't, that's... again, that's what we talk, right, like, that's what we mean we say, like, this show maybe doesn't really get the spirit of that franchise, right, or not, or maybe even, come on, man, you've got to play the OP in the finale, right, like, that's, that's the thing, that's, that's, come on, right, one job, dude. one job, like, it's a, it's a soccer resort for the, Right, and it's like, you're a franchise that, if we're being really frank and cynical, is famous for about roughly one thing, and it's that opening. It's that god-tier legendary intro, and what, were you did just... They, did they at least play it when she pilots the old, uh, no. the old mech? No. That, that would I would that would have been an acceptable alternative. No, they don't. They, it's like, it's almost like, what, are you ashamed of your intro? Like... Oh, that's unfortunate. I don't know, yeah. Uh, this is more than Sakura Wars deserves, but, you know. <laughs> I don't know. If you're, if you're like, a fucking mega fan of this series, like, I mean, you probably already watched it anyway, but... Tell all us I can what say the fuck is, is going like, on. Yeah, tell us what's going on, first of all, and then second of all, like, as somebody who has had his heart broken by a franchise he <laughs> loves a lot in the past, I just say, I'm sorry, and I understand your pain, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it seems like there's no other reason to watch it unless other than if you're just diehard Soccer Wars fan. <sighs> All right. Well, let's keep this disappointment train Hell rolling, I guess. Yes. Let's talk about Sing Yesterday for Me, uh-huh. which has finished for the time being. Uh-huh. And I will, okay, I will start by giving the show a little bit of credit. <laughs> um, yes. The the final two episodes, the t- the two older characters, the main guy and the teacher, they finally get together, which they've been slow burn, 
Well, they technically are dating. Are the, they? I'll, sure. I'll, I'll get to I'll get to that. The that's what they've been building yeah, up yeah, to yeah. the whole time, right? Yes. They they finally say, "All right, let's just go for it." As much as much as we're able to do, fiber of their being seems opposed to it. Um, and I actually like that they intentionally depict their relationship as not working. Right, sure. <laughs> like spend some time very... on them, like trying to date, and it really just not happening. They, they have no romantic chemistry, like whatsoever. And right. um, or even just as like, like they can't stand to be. And it's not like they're not like they're annoyed with each other, but they're not comfortable. Like they can't like right. open up and like say what they're feeling. And like they're always like, "Oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry." And you know, and, and it's like pro tip for all you young folks out there: if you've been friends with a lo- somebody at a long time, and you have intentions of moving your relationship into a like more romantic direction, it's probably not going to work. <laughs> I'm just going to throw that out there for you. If it hasn't, if it, if, if, if you ha- if you don't have that spark in from the very beginning but, uh, on both sides, it's probably not going to work. Either continue enjoy being friends or move on with your life. I'm just going to throw that out there for. All you young oh, folks damn. out there. Gel fucking shooting from the hip here. Just <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, I've been I've I'm saying it because I've been there, man. Uh-huh. It's probably not gonna work, and that's kind of what happens here, where it's like, you know, they've been friends for a long time, and they try to move in this other direction, and it's just not working because there's there's just no chemistry there. Like they don't have that kind wait, of wait. So they and I think. Th- so they do wait 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 i'm sorry so i have not been they watching try this to show date. so <laughs> they they try they try to they try to this, date for two yeah, episodes this whole show, and the guy, like, this guy's been like i want to hook up with you and she's like mm, okay so so so, so, so so if i remember correctly based on what you guys said there is there is that lady there's four characters right there's that that lady he, that he's known for a while there's the teacher this there's the, the crow girl. Well, no she's the teacher no she's the teacher yeah. okay right crow girl um, are, are safety those pin safety kids. pin? Okay, oh okay. God. So main guy likes the teacher, okay, because they they went to college together and he's held a right. torture for a long time and right. he's trying to hook friends. up with her and she's sure. like, I'm I'm not really into a relationship right now. And, and, this, and then and well, she the reveals same, is this is the same teacher who's getting teased for not dating. Like, yeah, okay. yeah, and okay. and she and she um she reveals later that. She's still hung up over her high school boyfriend that died from anime illness. Who is safety? Oh, wow. safety who, is sa- who is safety pin kid's older brother? So safety oh. pin kid is like, you need to stop hanging out with my brother and hang out with me instead because I like you. And she's like, you're and, too much and, like your brother. Yeah. And also, it's and we weird. talk about her her wildly inappropriate relationship with this kid because even though her her high school boyfriend died, like however many years ago now at this point he still she still hangs out at their house and like makes dinner for her his dad and her, right because they're child brother or whatever and uh and, and crow girl meanwhile, of, crow girl's just over here and she likes main guy and she's annoyed that he keeps going after teacher instead of her right so she somehow yes. ends up the most blameless out of all of them well because she's just like a dumb kid with bad taste in yes. men right like, <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> it's it's, 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 it's understandable. She, I mean, she's whatever. Like, she's that's, supposed to be like that's, that's a that's a common terminal disease in anime characters. Is uh, she's supposed to she's supposed to be like what like eighteen or nineteen or something? Awful and like, taste in men. 
and and she she like i thought there was going to be more to like their history together or something but i guess she just saw him on the street she just likes him and and keeps going after him and i like this guy even though i don't have a reason like people have asked why do you like him and she's like i don't know i just like him what not even like uh, a justification of like ah i once stayed behind after school and saw you trying to do the high jump (laughs) (laughs) and you never gave up (laughs) No, that's yeah. Like I, I guess she saw it. Like they, they flash back. Like she saw him. Like I think there probably. On I the think street, there was something. Like they walked by each other on the street. I think there was something. something, and I just don't fucking remember. Yeah, it was like not. It was not. Anyway, it was pretty it is, paper thin. Uh, but yeah, main guy tries to date teacher for presume what best I could figure based on the show. Like a couple months pass over those couple of episodes. Where this relationship does not progress at all. Do you think it was that long? I think so. It was, it was I mean, it, I know it wasn't like. Least. Yeah, I know it wasn't like three days or something, but I, I don't know if it was months. It was it was a period of time. It though, was at yeah. least from Christmas to like the end of the school year, which is like. Oh yeah, that's true. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, so, so yeah, they try to date for a couple months then, and, like, every time they show them together, like, they're just, like, awkward and uncomfortable, and it's just, like, clearly not working. Uh-huh. And I, I, I give the show credit for doing the right thing and, like, not only depicting that appropriately, but they do end up breaking up at the end because they realize they're smart enough to realize yeah, this just isn't working. Right. Um, I was a little annoyed about, like, the, uh, the main guy talking like he's like some like 40 year old uh man you know life's flying by and all that and these these guys these people are like what like 22 at most or something so, <laughs> like younger than me <laughs> and, and he's like sitting there talking like an old man or anyway, something yeah, but, and um, so he, you know dramatically goes after crow girl at the bus station or whatever well that's the problem right like so so like I, I actually I like I liked that they had that depiction of their relationship and how that went through its course and they did, they came to the correct conclusion that hey this isn't working and I thought that was depicted well, but like what happens after that, <laughs> it's just pure like right. just having shown very little interest in this girl before out of nowhere is like I have to find her and tell her that I love her now. Um, well, yep, and, and she's like, oh, you're finding one for me, sweet. Let's go. I'm into this now, and yeah, and even they, though now they're dating, everybody happy, I guess. And I don't know what happens with the teacher and safety pin kid. I don't know. Uh, there were still more some hangups going more on over there. Girl's boss at the cafe is getting married. <laughs> yes, the the her her boss at the cafe that we saw in like two scenes is uh, getting married at the end. Well, good uh, for him! Yay. Well, it's a woman, but... um, Uh, Her. Yes, the... Yeah, and it was just like... As Artemis said, none of of these people deserve Mm -hmm. that. The ending... There was no build-up to that ending at all. Like, there was no... Like, the relationship between the main guy and the crow girl was just like... Didn't exist. Her... It was like her dumb one-sided crush and him brushing her off the whole show. Yeah. So, like, to jump from that to... him being to... like, actually, I decided I do like you. I mean, this all... Yeah, actually, look, I... In a vacuum, the way you guys describe this guy sounds like a total fucking piece of shit. Like, he basically stood oh, yeah. out on this girl for, yeah. like, months on end. Yeah. Goes out with the girl he's primarily aiming for, realizes it doesn't work, and it's like... And now you're my, my backup plan. 
and it just yeah. like, and, and she's supposed to be like, oh boy, I win. Like, I, I like what? No, like, like no. He 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 actually tries to say that in his big confession speech of, oh, you know, I know it's gonna look like look like I'm settling you know, for second second choice. S- Right. But isn't he? And it's like, he is! No, yeah, you are, though. That's the thing. Like, this dude sounds like fucking Garbo. Like. I mean, I mean, because, I mean, the, the, both him and the teacher were both stringing along these younger people. Like, the whole thing with the safety pin kid, too, is like, he's like, you know, wait for me to grow up because, uh, you know, I'm going to. better than my dead I'm brother. I'm in love with you and I'm better than my dead brother and i'm better than that loser guy that you're dating which is probably true um, but it's a low it's a low bar um no yeah the safety pin kid's kind of a jerk too actually but uh he's very pushy um man but she doesn't she doesn't tell him no it's kind of funny how <laughs> like even when even when they're um when she's dating the main guy like one of the whole big things is like she can't bring herself to tell safety pin kid that they're dating for whatever oh, reason, God, right. and, she, and she can never, she can never say, "Hey, kid, it's not happening." You know, she never just like shuts him down and basically keeps stringing him along. You know what well, anime so. had a really good story about a younger kid trying to grow out of the shadow of his older brother and impress, uh, impressing his ex while also going through his own adolescent growth. Fully uh, motherfucking oh. coolie. <laughs> uh, basically did the exact same plot line Sounds like it did it way better Did it in six episodes And probably had much better music Yeah, sure Yeah if, if it, It'd be a, it'd be a closer comparison If the safety pin kid was the main guy Right But, but, uh, <laughs> but yes, that, that premise Is done much better <laughs> Yeah With, uh, with his uh, space pirate Just girlfriend Flying not. off to, yeah. to uh, Yes, but uh, I, I, I don't know, man. It's just like it wasn't worth it. <laughs> it probably no. I don't think it was. So, do and you guys? It, watch, I think. I think. Did you guys watch I the think whole what, thing? Um, Is it done? Like, I think there's supposed to be like extra episodes I, somewhere. But right. So, so there are more episodes for like, the time being. It I is think this is done. The, the ending. Because I was always confused by this one, right? Because you guys kept talking about how like it's like a season and a half, basically. I like, think so. I'm I'm like unclear now on 14, that. 14, 15 episodes. I have not I have not confirmed that myself. Okay. So I don't know like, exactly. It's it's definitely done for the time being. Right, and so that was probably a place to stop. But um. So it did cover the entirety of the original like source material. Oh, I don't know if it covered all the source material. Oh, okay. Because the thing I was gonna say is like. At least you guys only suffered through 12 episodes of this. Imagine if this exact same plot you guys watched was stretched out over, like, 15 volumes over the course of a decade. Right. Like, oh, I think it was, like, 18 years or something. That imagine <laughs> that. Imagine this exact same no, I don't, fucking I, story. Except- I, I highly doubt... I highly doubt this was the end of the manga. Okay, I was I, like, imagine if you had a fucking... <laughs> Yeah, to yeah, live eighteen no, I, fucking years. My understanding to see is the, the end of my understanding is that in the end of a manga, he does hook up with Crow Girl, though. So, so oh, maybe it is. I don't know. Then, um, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think what what has disappointed me throughout this whole show's run is I there are glimpses of like things that could have been good. As far as like 
the production values, and I think even the like the actual moment to moment dialogue rating is pretty good. Right. I will say it is but a like, produced show. It looks good, uh, etc. Yeah, but like the the overall plot and the characters, which is the heart of the show, were very frustrating yeah. and not worth our time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, it's, you know, for better or worse, you know, I never checked it out because, again, I'm not just not gonna, not gonna act like I knew the whole time, but, like, I, No, I, it's I don't, not, I, that's not immediately clear, it's not immediately clear either watching right, it. Like, the first right. couple episodes but, were still good enough that you, you had, like, hope yeah, that this yeah. was going somewhere. Uh, was going and then probably the... around the midpoint, around the midpoint, you start to realize, oh, no, this isn't, the ship's not turning around, right. is it? <laughs> yeah. The thing I was going to say is, like, I mean, it is still disappointing in the sense that, like, you know, the reason I never checked out is because I just heard enough scuttlebutt of, like, oh, this doesn't necessarily go in the direction you want it to, and I was like, well, I don't got fucking time to invest in a show like that, but I think it's still yeah. unfortunate because it sounds like the show was well made and, like, at least initially, like, because the thing I remember you guys talking about at the beginning of the season is, like, yeah, the romance stuff is whatever, but it's, like, a really good slice of life show. There in the beginning, there was more of, I guess. I guess it it starts to take a harder turn into the yeah, romance yeah. part too. Right. So, the you know the stuff about being you know a a uh, aimless adult, uh, aimless aimless young adult, and you know just hanging out and trying to figure out life like that stuff was pretty good like in the beginning. Right. But that kind of eventually takes a backseat to the the romance drama, and which I mean honestly we should have seen coming i don't think i don't think anybody just didn't think it was going to go that way i think we maybe just had more hope that they would handle it better or go in a better direction or do something to make us like the characters i don't know but mm. it's just there there were there were enough glimpses of hope in the beginning that i i you know i'm not necessarily kicking myself for sticking with it but you know in hindsight i can now say you're probably not worth watching you know, now that we've made it through the whole thing, so. Well, uh, maybe next time, Dogakobo. <laughs> At least it's not uh, what they've been doing. It's be- yeah, it's better than, uh, it was It was better than uh, most of the shows they've been cranking out over the past couple of years. This is like a total so. fucking, like, just tangent. I don't even know, it's probably not even next season, because we didn't talk about it, but y'all see that PV for, like, Dogakobo's next show? No. Like... They're they're they're, expa- they're expanding into the pretty boys market next oh, by sure. the looks of it. Fine. Looks like uh, I literally just watched it on my fucking phone muted, so I have no fucking clue what it's about. I don't even remember the name. I just remember it's Dogakobo. Well, I think they're and it's pretty boys. <laughs> they, they they've tapped into that a couple of times. Uh, I, I think their big I think their highest selling show ever was Token Rambu, but um. So hey, maybe they're just returning to that well now. <laughs> Yeah, or they had another one, uh, something like Clouds in the Sky or something, I can't remember. Uh, that was a pretty boy thing, which did well for them. But, uh, yeah, sure, whatever. Um, I don't think that's next season, so we'll run run across that in fall or whenever. Alright, let's, uh, let's wrap things up with a good show. Yeah. Uh, Wave listened to me. Um, last episode was pretty solid, I thought. I I, th- I think 
this also ran into the oh we don't have a good stopping point yeah we need to find yeah. a way to to cut this off because there are so many open right I, threads going <laughs> I, by the end of the show yeah it's i think i mean for better or worse all right Maybe that's our back-of-the-box quote for Wave Listen to Me is, from the Glorio blog, Wave Listen to Me, still a good show. Uh, <laughs> it's Which is maybe the apt description in that I think we broadly still like that show by the end. But, yeah, it feels like a show that maybe if it had been given a second season, maybe another 13 episode, would have really begun to have like found its pace, found its voice. Uh, or, you know, I think that show had found its voice. I think it had found its tone pretty early on. It's just that it is juggling such a large cast and, like, and in a good way, the cast have so many, like, kind of interesting overlapping plot lines that it is unfortunate that m most of them don't get addressed. And, you know, let's yeah. be real, Wave Listen to Me probably ain't getting another season. <laughs> so... Like, we're probably never going to see those plot lines addressed. And so, Wave Listen to Me is kind of forced to rely on a very safe, and so the adventure continues, you know, ending. You know, complete with, like, end-of-show main character monologue about, you know, radio's not so bad after all. And it's oh, yeah, like, they, they give the... <laughs> I, I did laugh at the whole... See, radio is still relevant. We, we promise. Up this uh, situation to make radio relevant. This, and it's like, right, in this... and it's like, I don't know, man. It's like, well, consider what we know about Minari. She does not feel like the character that would ever give that fucking speech <laughs> in a million years. Like the right. Minari I know would be like, man, that earthquake was fucking wild. Well, I guess it's a good thing I still have a job. <laughs> you know, right. Like... Right. Um. No, I I'm tr I've been trying to like put my finger on what happened to this show from you know episode one and two where we're like this is one of many shows we declared was the best show this uh -huh. season yeah um and what where it I I don't even want to say it went wrong right. it just did maybe not go the way it's, we were it's tough expecting I think that waves again in scare quotes decline is a little hard to mark. There isn't a specific moment. There's not like a, oh, this is where it all fell apart. Mm -hmm. It felt very gradual. And, 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 and in a way that, like, it's not like the things that are good about it disappeared, right? Like, there are still, up to the very end, all those moments of Minari being the dirtbag millennial she is. Like, but, yeah, I don't know. It's tough. It's like, maybe, I guess, like, at most, it's like, I mean, was it really just they tried to do too much? Maybe it is because, like, I think all the moments with, moments with Minari are still pretty solid, right? Like, even like I'd say Minari's last really good moment in that show is like that last conversation she has with the writer, like the older writer dude, right? And they're like trading back and forth, right? Because this is a dude who could clearly keep up with Minari's like bullshit, uh -huh. and she's like just throwing jabs at him nonstop, and he's just like. Bitch, I'm way too fucking old to, like, fall for, your, you know, your bullshit. Mm. And it's like, it's like, right, this is what's good about this character and this cast is, like, you know, she is a, she's an, she is a kind of an acerbic character, right? She has a bit of a caustic personality. And, like, maybe she does 
broadly mean well, but, like, this is who she is. Like, and that is what makes her a natural fit for radio. And I think it's like, you have the beginning of the final episode revealing, oh no, the person writing the jokes into that, like, rival radio program was actually uh, the sister all along, the one who's been living with Nakahara, right? And it's like, oh no, the restaurant... Oh no, the the what's going on with Mitsuho and her like weird crush on the, the older dude and like uh, it's have we st- are we still up in the air whether that's a crush or not or is I she just kind of like, feel like it I is know, because man. or or at least it is being hinted at right because like, you have that like younger like audio producer guy who is clearly kind of miffed by at least what he is perceiving, right? Because, like, there was that episode earlier where he tries to make a move Well, on his her. perception of it could be the joke. Right, she's, true, maybe true, She just yeah. admires him as a uh, as a writer or wanting to be like yeah. him as a writer, but... And it's like, I like a lot of that sidecast, right? Like, I think a lot of it does work. I mean, you know, you have that bit towards the end of that last episode where Nakahara is, like, uh, comforting the sister, right? And he tries to bust out, like, this real smart-sounding quote... And he's like, I got it from a TV show. And she's like, wait, isn't that like a real quote from like an accomplished philosopher or scientist? And he's like, oh, they yeah. They probably got from probably... that. Right. It's like, there are good bits like that. It was like, he means well, but he is a little bit of a doofus, right? Like, uh-huh. I, I think that a lot of the character interaction still really worked all the way till the end. But it's like, maybe it is just a case of too many cooks in the kitchen, right? There are just too many, there are too many ingredients here, like... Yeah, and I feel like we were chasing different directions episode to episode. Right. And it, it like it didn't feel like it was all coming together as like one thing. It's just like a lot of things happening. Yeah. I sort of, I f- at, at once. I feel like cuz all manga is still ongoing, right? Um yes. I feel like the show ended around when it was just starting to establish the like long-running plot arcs that we would be right. following. And it was just the period of the manga where you're doing these episodic bits to establish right. the tone and setting and characters so that you this can like move up to the plot arcs. Right, this is like 12 episodes of setup. Yeah, that's a really good way to put to, it. And then we have to go. <laughs> yeah, it is, and I think that's unfortunate because, right, there are so many interesting things at play, right? Like, there's still, like, what the fuck is up with that brother? You know, right, like, what is... Uh, how is the sister and Nakahara's relationship going to go? How is Minari's fucking radio career going to go? How about the veteran uh, radio caster who shows up the last episode and she hasn't done anything, like, otherwise, right? What's Mitsuho's deal, right? Like, there's all these, like, great disparate plot lines, but... Yeah, I think it's, I think you're right, right? It just doesn't... By the very nature of, like, being a, 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 a serial narrative, it just didn't have enough time to get into that stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's... Again, like, I think we all enjoyed the show, and... Yeah. Like, we liked what they were doing. It's just either we ran out of time, or it need, maybe it needed to be trimmed down a little bit. I don't know what you would have cut. I don't know. I mean, it's my, hard to say. My understanding is that it actually already kind of is trimmed down. Like, yeah. I've heard from fans of the manga that they did cut out some of the more, like standalone like if not not arcs but like bits basically like so like 
apparently even trim yeah, down I mean, this is the best the show could do this is the best stopping point the show could get to with the little time it had yeah and it's like it's like i i want to spend more time in this in this universe with these characters which is an accomplishment but like i i'd feel unsatisfied right how the <laughs> yeah, show is wrapped up and i yeah. mean like you know i i am definitely not going to make this argument in seriousness but like I suppose there is, like, an argument to be made that, like, maybe that's kind of just what being an aimless millennial feels like, <laughs> right? Like, you don't get your happy ending, sorry. You don't defeat the Dark Lord and your life just comes together. It's like, just maybe, this is life. Maybe it's, the it's next just... day is you're slightly better off than the day before. Yeah, you know, like, if you look at Minari by the end of the show compared to where she was at the start, drunkenly ranting at a dude she met, like, ten minutes ago... Like, she got her revenge against her ex, you know, she has found something that, you know, again, maybe it's not the thing she's gonna love for the rest of her life, but it's something she's good at and is enjoying. She has friends, a support network of people who will put up with her, like... Right. You know, maybe that's all, maybe those are the victories you can hope for, you you can hope to get. Yeah, maybe that's all we can hope for, right? Yeah. But... But as a serial yeah. narrative, though, yes, it's... Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just, I like I said, I, I, I liked everything going on. I f- it feels, like, I don't, I can't think of another show that, to compare this to. I mean, it feels very unique. Um, and it's just, you know, we ran out of time, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, but... it's, you know, again, I think, again, like, you know, Shoutouts to the show, though, you know, shoutouts to the VA they got from Minare, like, I think that, again, a lot of that show is very well done, I think that... Yeah, that was a uh, challenging role, yeah. and she did very well. I, uh, and, you know, maybe in some weird world, I mean, again, it, it was written by, you know, Hiroki Samura, who is, like, a pretty well-known name in, like, those circles, right, because of his, you know, work for Blade of the Immortal, like... You know, maybe there is some chance, right, that that thing gets a second shot down the line. Probably not, right? But uh, I'll be surprised if this sells over five hundred. Yeah, but hey, you know, if it ever does get a second season announced, <laughs> I'll be more than happy to to return to uh, return to the, the the wintry lands of Hokkaido. <laughs> yeah, th- uh, this is a. Uh, I think the show is too uh, weird and too perhaps. Uh, I don't want to say adult, but compared to like your typical high school anime stuff, like I don't, I feel like this is not something that's going to sell to the uh, otaku crowd, right? Yeah, no, because I mean, in a lot of ways, but, like I mean, it's it's a weird thing I've been wrangling with because you, because you keep saying there's nothing else like it, and like I think I broadly agree, but there's like a part of me that's like, well, I get, there are other slice of life out there about adult life, right? Like you have your you know your Shiro Bakos and your what the fuck was it called Sakura. Sakura. Sakura quests, you know, you have your, you know, there are shows like this that are that are slice of life about adults, but it's like, I think the thing that I, I don't think with this with this type of um, tone or even the artwork, yeah, so like the, the direction, <laughs> it doesn't look like it's not cute anime girls. Right, like, like it's the direction I was kind of going with is like, but the thing I think that I do want to, I, I definitely want to give credit to Wave Listen to me for is like, I wouldn't want every slice of life show to be like this, but it's like. There is kind of a refreshing 
honesty and cynicism about the type of adult slice of life that Wave Listen to Me channels. Like, these are characters that are all well past the age of shoot for your dreams, I'm going to make it in my dream job, Like right. I'm going to work right. on my favorite anime. It's like, no, these are people well past that point. Like, they don't have any illusions that, like... There's a surprisingly big difference between 22 and 27. But, uh... Yeah! <laughs> yeah! Yeah, look, as somebody uh... who... Yeah, you know, as somebody who's like, man, I would give any, like, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, man, if you what if you could return back to high school, right, turn back the clock to high school, but we keep all your memories. I'm like, fuck that, dude. I don't want to go through that again. But, <laughs> no, like, if you no. said, oh, if you could just go back to, like, 22, I'd be like, oh, I'll take that shit in an instant. Like, that, <laughs> oh, that would be a game changer, dog. Like, <laughs> yeah. Do you know how much this was different just that long ago? Uh, it, yeah it's a big uh it's a big jump surprisingly but yeah. um yeah no i think that's the point though is if you compare that to something like like the the pa work shows that you mentioned like it's you're in, you're in a different uh different place in your life so even though it is yes about you know young adults figuring things out it's at different points in life but yeah uh all right well, it was a good show. I still think it's worth checking out if that uh, appeals. If yeah. That's, I, if that sounds like something that appeals to you. I don't know if I would say everybody should watch Wave Listen to Me, but if you want something in that, that area of, you know, people in their 20s sorting their life <laughs> out in a funny, weird, bizarre way, then yes, it's worth watching. Indeed. All right. So that wraps up our list. That ties a bow on the spring season. Uh-huh, except for all the shows that have been delayed to this season. <laughs> uh, yes, which we talked about several of those last time. But, you know, I think the only the only ones that we were looking forward to were like No Guns Life and... Uh. <laughs> I mean, okay. I, I, like in terms of shows, we will probably uh, did Digimon's yeah, coming Digimon back. back. <laughs> that, uh, the, the Gundam. Yeah. The, oh, right. the so, I mean, furry so, so Gundam. So here's the thing, right? Here's the thing, Gel. There is one returning show, yes, uh, from like last from that was supposed to be in spring season that I might actually enjoy. But let's be honest, there's like four or five shows from that season we will feel obligated to watch. Between... Well, like, you'll feel, feel obligated to watch. Well, you're not gonna look. But yes. you're not gonna give Millennium Detective one more shot, even in a post. All right, I'll give world. that. I'll give that like, like one more episode. Yeah. Right. Like, there's that. Like, yes, yes. There is Gundam. There's a Pare Ranman. There. will be things we will be. <laughs> look, I'll put it this way: to people who are worried, we won't have enough to talk about next uh, this season or this upcoming season. Oh, don't worry. We'll have things to talk about. Now, will we feel good about them? That's an entirely different story. <laughs> yeah. Um, we'll see how that goes. Uh, I'm sure we'll find something to talk about, though. We always do. All right. So that's going to wrap it up for this episode. Just to do our regular housekeeping. Check us out at theglorioblog.com. I think we'll have first look posts coming at some point. I, If I can 
convince everyone to watch these awful shows. Um, so keep an eye out for that. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at the Glorio Blog. You can uh, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Podbean, and also on YouTube. You can tell your friends, tell your enemies, and we'll catch everybody next time. <laughs>